Greetings, every single person that is not listening to this. Today is Saturday the 14th, but you are probably listening to this on Monday the 16th. Happy holiday, if it's a holiday at that point. Happy birthday. How much of the wheezing can they hear? <laughs> I, I just, I, I was really tired before we started recording, so I was like, I'm going to go jog to 7-Eleven and get myself some caffeine beverage. The caffeine beverage part is helping. The jog part didn't because I'm not in shape. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if there's any rain in the background and you're bothered by it, sorry. If you're not bothered by it, congratulations. You're a normal person. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we got a bunch of mediocre stories today. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Kicking it off. And you know that rumor we said last week? Well, it's not a rumor anymore. The BMW iX is now a 500 horsepower, 300 mile range uh, electric SUV that BMW is making. Um, they uh, made their own electric motors because for some reason they decided they wanted to do that. And because um, it's BMW, they decided they wanted to make it charge really, really stupidly fast. So it charges from 10% to 80% in 40 minutes. Assuming you can find a charger that outputs that much power, because I don't think, like, I don't think they make them. <laughs> um, does 0 to 60 in under 5 seconds. It's supposed to be uh, lighter than Audi's electric SUV, which is like 5,300 pounds. Well, okay, Audi's SUV much. charges with a USB cord. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's supposed to be an electric SUV. Like, there's not much else to it. You know, yeah. Do planes normally sound like that? Yes. All right, well, I guess I've been living (laughs) under a rock. (laughs) The country. Uh, Was that all? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Time to talk about another electric SUV. Uh, Another electric SUV, the Lotus Lambda. 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 It's not hard. Lambda. Literally just Lambda. (laughs) The wheezing is adding comedic effect. Uh, it's not true. No. Um, so, you know the last time you heard Lotus was making a new car? No. <laughs> I no, don't. you weren't born yet. Uh, I mean, wait, they did release one fairly The There was the FG of... Yeah, that one. <laughs> well, have they released that? They've announced it. I don't know if they released no, it. No, they announced it like in 2016. Yeah, but they've we've seen it. Like Yes. I think they have a working one now. I think that has <laughs> changed. Um, yeah, so essentially Lotus needs money because... They, they're just bad. Yeah. Um, so this is basically just going to be a fancier Volvo with a 360-mile range and 750 horsepower, which both of those numbers are pretty good. Decent, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... I didn't write it down. There was there was someone guesstimating how much it was gonna cost, and it wasn't pretty. But I'm not gonna throw a number out there because I can't exactly remember. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Lotus. Uh, they're half owned by Geely now, at the Swedish company. Yeah. Yep, Geely, the yeah, Swedish company. Geely's definitely a Swedish company. 100%. Oh, they're a Swedish company. Definitely. Don't look into yeah, that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Is it Civic Time? Already? It's Civic time. Oh, okay. I guess it's already Civic time. All right. Well, uh, Honda has released some kind of images of the 2022 Civic. 
Um, and honestly, personally, I think it looks pretty dope. Um, but that's up to personal preference. I think the last generation Civic was just way overstyled, and I'm glad they t dialed it back a bit for this generation. Um, uh, manual is still standard, like the manual transmission, so um, that's good. We don't really know much about it else, so like, it's a Civic. It's gonna probably have a straight four. There's gonna be a sedan, a hatchback version. There's gonna be an SI and an R type, or type R, whatever they call it. Um, and that's pretty much all we know right now. It, it's gonna be a Civic, and it looks better than the last one. Also, I know they were trying to only show parts of the car in like the preview, but I thought it was really cool how they did it. Yeah. The they did it like by looking through like shards of glass, and you could see it, and it was weird. Pretty cool. But also, uh, it literally directly matches the patent imagery they've seen. So we actually have images of the whole car. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's it's Honda. They do what they want. <laughs> they pretend we can't see it. Even, <laughs> They're but pretending just, to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you just look up the patents, you'll see it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of patents, <laughs> not sure what this has to do with patents. I have no idea what this has to do with patents. But our rumor is... BMW and Toyota. Well, it's not a rumor that they're BMW is trying to buddy up to Toyota because why would you not buddy up to the tenth biggest company in the world? Yeah. And so, the rumor part is that BMW may be dropping some of their cars uh, yeah. to match to because they're covering Toyota's range and also because BMW just has too many cars. They do. They have what did I count like. 27 models? I think around that. I think that. it was like 27. Yeah, and normally there's like, what, three BMWs that sell in a day? <laughs> a bit more than that. Five. More like, more like, like, maybe, I don't actually know, probably 30,000. <laughs> in a day? Yeah, dealerships all around the world. Mm. Yeah. We're not counting leasing. Okay, well then maybe three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's still probably closer to 30000 They make, like, a million a year, at least. Hmm? I don't even know. It's a lot. All right, well, anyways, uh, so Z4 is probably going to come back. Z4 is going. It's literally just the Toyota Supra. Well, the Supra is really the Z4, but they're giving it to Toyota because Toyota's probably going to sell more of them. So yeah, because when, when you talk about the fans of the BMW Z4, you have Peter... You have someone Peter's friends with, and then, like, two people I saw on BMW Reddit <laughs> forums. Yeah. And when you talk about, I like, don't even particularly like the Z4. I really like the Z3, but they kind of haven't made that since 2000. The Z series. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> and when you talk about the Z, or the Toyota Supra, then, you know, the car will explode. Is that a Supra? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, They're also calling into question the other coupes, so the even number series of BMWs, 2, 4, 6, likely 6, 8, yeah. and some of the SUVs, and again, this is a rumor, and... I'm betting Z, on the X4 going. I, I'm betting on, probably just the Z is the only one I want to bet on. I'd bet on the X4 as well, because, like, I've never seen one on the road. I've seen X2s and X6s, never seen an X4. I've seen older X5s. I haven't seen any I mean, new ones. Really. I have seen some new ones and some X3s. The only one I have never seen is an X4. So like, 
Admittedly, though, when I have to decipher a BMW SUV, I have to actually see the badge. I can't just see one and know which one it is. Yeah. It's like that sometimes. All right, the new Ferrari SPF90. Mm, yeah, the Ferrari SF90 is the new Ferrari hardtop convertible to replace, uh, well, not really to replace, it's the, it's the hardtop convertible well, version. Well, this is a hard car to replace, It's period. the hard. It's the hardtop convertible version of the uh, SF90 Stradio, uh, or however you want to pronounce it's it. It's their current hypercar that's kind of going after the Aventador. Yeah, but this is the convertible version of it. Yeah. This, this car has been out. So it's going after the Aventador Roadster. Yes. And it's a hardtop convertible, and the roof actually moves itself. I don't that's know right. if the Aventador Roadster even has a roof. I don't think it does. Yeah. Oh, so, that rain is hitting hard now. Yes, it is. Don't Jesus. It. It'll be fine. I'm not sure if you guys Wait. can hear that. No, they can't. I'm watching the audio levels. Yeah, it's it's rain. All right. It's got a 4-liter twin-turbocharged V8 with three additional electric motors, making a total of 986 horsepower and somehow only 590 pound-feet of torque. I really don't get how they managed to get so little torque out of so much horsepower, especially considering they have three electric motors, which are typically more torquey than they are, like, actual power. I don't, I don't get what they did, honestly. I really don't. Um, Ferrari amazes me. The, the engine alone makes 796 horsepower, which, again, is just mind-blowing from a 4-liter twin-turbo V8. 796 horsepower is just stupid. Ferrari's cool, Marvel. Personally, I prefer the Ferrari brand. <laughs> you get the Cease rest. and desist. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. It does 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds. Uh, it's got a top speed of 211 miles an hour. And it has a price tag of $558,000. Which I have to give them to Ferrari. They made it less than $600,000. <laughs> This said the other one's over. Yeah. Uh, but that one's faster. The Aventador is only like 200 grand, right? <laughs> You're funny. Um, That's like the Huracan. Oh. The Aventador is right around the same price. Especially the Aventador SVJ, which is this same huh. R band. Uh, and the Aventador is not a hybrid, which this is, which is pretty cool. Well done. Yeah. All right. Good job, Ferrari. You did it. They did something. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's worth that much, but they did something. I, I'm, I'm most sad by the whole cease and desist thing because I feel like they're. I, I, I feel like. W- I just without a major company backing them anymore, like, I. They can't really get away with not making cars for clout for much longer. Yeah, I just find it really funny that Ferrari managed to make. Uh, I think this is their second hybrid after the um, LaFerrari, and they only managed to add on like 36 horsepower, even though it's been like well, also six the LaFerrari mm, seven maybe. It's been a lot of years. They yeah. had plenty of time. <laughs> Didn't the LaFerrari have a V12 though? Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't remember. <laughs> Myers Manx. Now, I just want to squeeze this in because I want to talk about Myers Manx. This story isn't really relevant. Uh, basically, it got sold from whoever owned it before. I didn't actually look up what Somebody. that is to some guy named Freeman Thomas, who is a car designer that's designed with Porsche. And I should have written this down. Other people. <laughs> I don't even remember if that was Porsche. He's a famous car designer. He's designed cars. That's what's important. Anyways. 
uh, this is his exact quote. Didn't he design the Chrysler Pacifica? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that is something he did do. Anyways, so Myers Manx, this is his quote about Myers Manx. The Myers Manx was not simply a dune buggy. It was a vessel of freedom and continues to be authentically like Apple, Levi's, and Coca-Cola. The Myers Manx defined the segment and became a household name that is undiminished today. Now, I haven't, I forgot to say what Myers Manx was. So, I'm guessing now people are wondering why this is a household name, yet they've <laughs> never heard of it. Uh, yeah. Imagine in your head a dune buggy. That's likely a Myers Manx. They're, they're, they made the iconic dune buggy. 90% chance it's Myers Manx. Yeah. <clears throat> not the not the not the long one, not not the one from GTA. By the way, he didn't design Porsche. He designed the Audi TT. Close enough. Yeah. I knew he worked for Volkswagen. He worked for Volkswagen. He he designed the Audi TT, which hasn't been changed in twenty years. Yeah. Uh, he designed a bunch of stuff for Daimler Chrysler. He designed uh, the um, in two thousand five. He designed the Mustang, which is basically still the current Mustang because they haven't changed it much. And uh, he did. He started that one Porsche uh, car club. Oh yeah, that's what you were thinking, Porsche. Yeah, Peter likes to think that a lot of cars that have changed haven't changed. Yeah, what the the Mustang? It literally hasn't. No, that's a joke. <laughs> the TT has a little bit. They put the they put the R8 front end on the TT. That's what they did. They put the bumper from the R8 on a TT, and now that's the new TT. But yeah. And yet, he was complaining about BMW changing their style too much. I mean, I wasn't complaining necessarily. I just think they did it wrong. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I'm happy with them changing things. Just don't put, like, big old cocaine sniffers on Speaking of, of change, Mars makes do something called change to be relevant, because that'd be cool. Although, since it's owned by a new guy, usually that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, they should do something cool, like make a Gen 2 after, like, 60 years. Maybe put a six-cylinder in it this time <laughs> instead of a four. I s okay, on their website, and I'm saying website with air quotes. It was literally a placeholder website that just had a bunch of random words on it because their website's down right and now. And one of them said uh, a V8 dune buggy, and I was so confused. I... I, I thought they made a V8 version. You know whose V8 dune buggy they were talking about, right? No. Jeremy Clarkson. Oh. <laughs> In that one special where he put a V8 on a dune buggy. I don't remember this you one. You don't remember that one? Is it Top Gear? Yeah. That's why. Oh. The only, the only one where I know everything they've done is Grand Tour. On Top Gear, it's like a 50-50 chance that I'll remember he it. slapped a big old V8 in a dune buggy, and it was hilarious. All right. <laughs> Ford E-Transit. Ford E-Transit time. Um, so Everyone's Ford favorite. is going to be releasing a transit van that's electric in 2022. Supposed to start less than $45,000, which is a pretty good bargain considering it's an electric van, which is it's, it's already heavy as balls. So, you know, it's electric now. That's pretty much it. It's got it's one one electric motor making 266 horsepower, 317 pound feet of torque. It it's a van. It's yeah, it's literally just a van. Um, they put a bigger screen in it, and they made it look nicer on the inside a little bit. 
just what Colin needs. There's nothing too special about it. Like he was the transit one of the ones he asked about. Oh no, he asked about the Sprinter van. Yeah, he asked about the Sprinter van. No, but the transit van, um, you know, it's a car. But uh, Ford might be having some issue because they're getting into the electric van market a little late behind competitors like uh, Rivian. And I think Hyundai was in the market, too. They've been getting in. I think that's what I read. I don't remember. Uh, we know don't GM is us. going into the electric van market as well. That, that's a good rule for this news station. Uh, never quote us. <laughs> yeah. Um, GM is definitely going into the electric market. Uh, uh, Rivian is making the entrance. Uh, so we'll see how they do. Uh, Fiat Professional and Ram are taking their sweet time to do it. They're not going to. Yeah, let's be no. honest here. <laughs> Has Fiat well, even made an electric car yet? Yes. Did they make the 500 electric? Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, they only need to throw a double-A battery in it. It'll go and for the like Pacifica, 10 miles. And the Pacifica <laughs> electric on the way. Yeah, and the Pacific is a hybrid. Wow, too. I just thought about how behind FCA is on electric. Yeah. This is why they're merging with Peugeot. Yeah. Because they need it. They really do. Like, yeah. Yeah. No? Uh, 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 yeah. Another electric van type. But you know, there's a 500E. Uh, well, it's not a van. One's a full-size SUV. One's a truck. Rivian. They make vans. R1T and R1S. One costs seventy-five thousand. The other one costs seventy-seven thousand. Nice. I don't remember which is which, but they're both coming out soon. I could have got more stats, but I got bored of this topic because I was trying to look for it. But I'm not gonna lie, the pickup truck looks pretty dope. Yeah, no, it looks great. Uh, and also. Uh, Amazon partnered with them, not recently, but like in general. Yeah, no, they have a contract to make 100,000 electric vans. <laughs> this, you know, Amazon partnering with people and all, it's really cool. It's really cool they're helping out in other businesses. Like, remember back when they partnered with Twitch and now they own Twitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. probably what's going to happen to Rivian. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, because... And then when it happens, they'll have a uh, trust-busting suit on their hands. <laughs> Most definitely. Is that enough to push them over? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> they, they already had one. Like, anytime they make an acquisition, they're just going to have another. <laughs> Bro, that sounds like communism to me. Nah. Bro. Nah. I was about to ask you if, like, ladder monopolies are illegal. Hey, this is a car. Uh, yeah, and then I realized podcast. I probably shouldn't go into that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, VW Island. You want to get into that? Oh, yeah. So Volkswagen decided they were going to, like, partner with this one Greek island. And just take all of the people's cars and give them electric Volkswagens. Because, you know, why not? Um, and then the island is called, uh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this, uh, Astypalaea? A-S-T-Y-P-A-L-E-A. Uh, -E I think it's Astypalaea. And they're well, making, basically, gonna they're going to power the entire island off of wind and solar power. They're giving everyone electric cars, and they're installing a bunch of charging stations and bringing in e-scooters and e-bikes. Basically, Volkswagen is taking over an island and making them do electric. Now, my question is, there's got to be one guy on this island that has, like, a family, like, Ferrari 
mm-hmm. California for like fifty seven. That and it's just like the family like daily car. And no one dailies if no one does that. No, <laughs> I, I I'm giving the, this is an example. Uh shouldn't have picked a California. <laughs> well, okay. He's got some fancy car that's like a family heirloom, and it's like the only car they have, and they just keep repairing it. How do you think they're going to feel? Do, do you think they're going to want to give up their car for a Volkswagen I Beetle? I mean, I have a feeling Volkswagen will probably let you keep your car for some of the people. Like, if you really beg and plead. Yeah. And also, like... Maybe they'll just store them somewhere and give them back to you. Because it's supposed to be a six-year-long program. And then after the six years, they're supposed to, like, I don't know, give up on it or something. I really don't get how you only have a six-year program that does this. Like, what? It doesn't <laughs> they make pull any sense the at all. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess if you had, like, a supercar or something, they'll give you a Taycan, which isn't a fair trade. <laughs> yeah. Because I would take. Or you could really hope that they're gonna give you a. Oh wait, no, because wait. If they give you that uh, one. Is there an electric Audi R8 we yet? No, there's not. Week? What? I, I said there was an electric R8. Yeah, and then I said no, there's not. No, but there was the electric Audi we were talking about. Oh last week, yeah, which is literally the Porsche Taycan. Yeah, that might be better. Yeah, honestly, I would rather that's, take that. That's actually a good question. Can you get one of those too, or are they just gonna give you like crappy like? E-golfs. <laughs> I mean, I think they were planning on doing all Volkswagen ones, but we'll see. Well, the Volkswagen is a term that means a few different things. Yeah. Like, it, it could mean the brand, the overarching, like, group company. Volkswagen can be Nazism. Nazis, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... No, we're not on YouTube. That's not a word we can't say, I think. Hopefully. No, <laughs> no, because NPR has podcast they post that yeah. they talk about they call people that that don't deserve that title yeah so we don't really get what Volkswagen's doing here yeah thank you for changing the topic <laughs> honestly they're just ca- I, I don't get what Volkswagen's doing they're just like yeah you see that island over there it's ours now <laughs> biz or e- bizarini I guess is how you pronounce it I didn't know but he this man just used his Italian wisdom to figure out how to pronounce it <laughs> Oh, I didn't write down the name of the guy. I literally just wrote down Isso Griffo. I was like, Giorgio Bizzarini? I don't know. No, I, the guy who bought the company. Oh, the guy who bought the company? The guy who's bringing it, it back. The, the ex-CEO of Aston. Aston Martin dude. Yeah. Well, this company is an Italian car company that lasted a whole 1964 to 1969. So that's a big lifespan right there. Yeah. Um, but they're coming back, apparently, for like the fifth time. Yeah. Uh, history of this company. You're welcome. It's it's kind of wild. Yeah, no. They make a well, bunch this, of they made a bunch of really fast stupid cars. Yeah. The, and also the Bizzarina, like the actual guy, the Giotto. Giotto. Giotto Bizzarini did a bunch of cool stuff. This man designed the Isso Griffo, which is one of my favorite cars. Like, top ten, probably. It is a perfect marriage of Italian supercars and American muscle. That it is. It comes with a Chevy Corvette engine. Yes. and it was the <laughs> fastest production car in the world for, I think, about two seconds. Yeah, just about that. It was I, rem- I remember when I learned about it was I looked on the list of 
fastest production cars by like time and it was on there for like one year and I was like, what is, what? I've never heard of this company. Yeah, it was 1966. Uh, Isso is also a Italian car company that also didn't last that long, and I think they had a plane with a Daytona Sol for a hot minute. There are a lot of Italian car companies, like supercar companies, that you've not heard about. Yeah. Is kind of the conclusion of the story. Okay, but this one is coming back, and it's actually looking promising this time. Yeah, hopefully. Cause you know what's kind of whack about Giotto Bizzarini, though? What? The... You know how he got started in cars? He was he was fired by Ferrari, and then uh, I don't remember the first name of the Lamborghini dude, but Lamborghini dude. Oh, uh, uh, Horatio. No, that's Pagani. Wait, are you <laughs> sure? Yeah. I thought it. I thought it was Horatio. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I guess we're looking this up then. All right. Well, uh, I, I I'm trying to not focus on the fact that I have to use the. Party. Don't worry about it. Ferruccio. That's the one. That one. All right. So Ferruccio Lamborghini calls this dude up. Well, he didn't call him because I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. He says, yo, I need an engine. Uh, and he designs him a V12 engine. And Ferruccio literally says, this thing makes too much power. And then he detunes it. So, like, that tells you the kind of dude um, Bizzarini is. He made an engine that had too much power for Ferruccio Lamborghini. <laughs> This thing is insane. Get it off my desk before it hurts me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Imagine Lamborghini saying that about a car today. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'd be saying that. I think Lamborghini's the one with the insane cars at this point. The Bizzer... <laughs> I like how in Wikipedia it says, The Bizzerini mark has been revived multiple times for concept cars. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's a very throw-around name. We could probably buy it if we wanted to. Honestly, probably. Um, Is it time to talk about Nissan and their failed... They're going to be Well, yeah, adventures? it's not a fail yet. It's, it's going, going to, to be. But we can't call it a fail quite it's yet. It's going to be. It so is Nissan, a preemptive fail. Nissan has decided as a marketing, like, I don't know, marketing stunt, they are going to let you test drive a Toyota RAV4. And then test drive was like the Juke or something. What is no, the not the Juke. What's the competitor to the Toyota? Nissan. Uh, no, they don't make the Juke anymore. Uh, Nissan, not Sentra. Uh, uh, I don't like Nissan, so I don't know. Uh, I'll look it up. Also, by the way, if you're getting a Japanese car company car, get a get a Honda or a Toyota. Don't get Nissan. Yeah, Nissan no, is Nissan is truly garbage. Unless you're getting the GTR or any, uh, anything yes. in the Skyline family. Just Those the are GTR. Cool. Those are cool. Um, also, mm, specific Zs. Some of them. Also, if the cars... The Z, the 370. Also... And maybe the new... Pretty much all the cars that uh, were sold in America with the nameplate Datsun were pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It's the Rogue. So, um... <sighs> Nissan decided they're going to let you test drive a Toyota RAV4... And then a Nissan Rogue, and, and in hopes that you'll like the Rogue better. But honestly, this gonna is just going to end up selling more Toyota RAV4s. <laughs> Nissan, you don't understand how garbage your cars are. As someone who's ridden in a RAV4, they're quite nice. I haven't ridden the Nissan one, but... I have ridden in multiple Nissans. I don't know if I've ridden in a Rogue, but I've ridden in a Nissan SUV. And let me tell you, it's not a fun experience. They feel slow. They're uncomfortable, and honestly, they don't feel nice at all to be in. They feel cheap and plasticky, and it 
honestly, you can get better from just about anyone else. Toyotas feel the same way, but they also have like a humble aspect to them where it's like, I, this is garbage, but I don't care. Yeah, but the thing about Nissan is it's obvious they think they're better than you, yeah. but they're not. This is pretty obviously Toyota's showcased. Toyota's like, we, we're garbage and we know it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not Well, garbage, garbage as in like... When you compare it to like a BMW, they're yeah. garbage, yes. No, like they, 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 they don't feel fun to drive, but like they're reliable to get good mileage. They're reliable to get you to where you're going, and they don't feel like it's about to fall apart. That's true. Which Nissan sometimes slow, do. but they Nissan don't feel like they're going to fall apart. sometimes feel like they're going to fall apart. And honestly, Nissan, you're just stupid. Like, you don't let someone test drive someone else's car at your own dealership. That just makes it easier for them to be like, yeah, we're going to go to Toyota and buy their car. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. All right. Well, uh, wow. We actually don't have that much time left over. Wow. We actually have literally like three minutes. All right. Well, Well, I could still run through this story of me screwing up Peter's car. Yeah, you can. Well, I, okay. This, he's smiling (laughs) at me now. This, uh, (laughs) it's kind of. Alright, so I broke off a tool in a hole, and I was like, hey, yo, Joey, can you help me get this out? And and it's basically a screw hole, so if you break off a bolt in a hole, it, and you go to take it out, you know, sometimes you go to weld it, and then on. get a nut on there I, and turn I gonna, it. I was going to say, like, imagine someone asks you to, if you're a welder, like, you know, welding, you stick two pieces of metal together that are already, like, touching, like that. He tells you to fill in the hole with metal but not touch the sides of the wall and then screw a bolt or weld a bolt onto what you've made and then be able to unscrew it, which honestly, if we had it done successfully, I don't think it would have worked. I gotta be real. I, I think the bolt would have just snapped off every time. I don't either. That, I, I was, that, yeah. I but we didn't have that realization until I already screwed it up and um, after laying under the car the day before and severely messing up my head with uh, welding fumes. Welding gas because yeah. you left the doors closed. But Weld in a well-ventilated place, people. Yes. We're supposed to technically have a, like, several grand, like, ventilation system. But ah, box we're, fan. Yeah, no, we're trick. just going to use a box fan and have the doors open, which is honestly better than what we had. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, but... The next day, I was like, I'm not even going to go under the car. I'm going to sit next to the wheel well and weld from there, which was a mistake. Considering the whole face is down, yeah, I don't really get how you were thinking there. No, I was thinking, I don't want to die this time. Fair enough. But, you know, we all have to make sacrifices. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, I welded what I had done before onto the side of Peter's car, or on the side of the hole. Not so now he has hole. to take it to his shop. I have to take it to now, his shop. Now so the they very can cut unlikely apart my car. plan we had went from probably wouldn't be able to work to now it literally won't work. Yeah. Now it, it went from highly unlikely to impossible. So yeah, Joey broke my car. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. His car didn't work to begin with, so yeah. it's not really his fault. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Honestly, wow, that we can end. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I was this went smoothly. Uh, I mean this literally this time. I have to go pee. <laughs>